Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VRA Investing Podcast. Before we get to the markets today, and there are a lot of interesting things happening, both on the surface and, and under the surface that we're going to get into in this breakaway bull market that just doesn't want to slow down. Before we do that, we're going to talk uh, for a couple minutes here about the latest in this election uh, uh, process here. Because, first of all, even if you believe in polls, uh, even if you don't believe in polls, and after this election, why would you? Uh, we're still seeing that in every poll, roughly half of the country says they don't believe this election was free and fair. Half the country believes that Trump had this election stolen from him, or is, at least they're attempting to steal it from him. So this is a real problem that's not going away. Whether Trump received 70 million or more likely 100 million as Biden, instead of getting 80 million, probably received something more like 40 or 50 million, uh, this isn't going to go away. So we've got to, people can't put their head in the sand and, and just think, okay, Biden's going to be inaugurated in January and this will go away, because that's not happening. Today, this extraordinary rally, I, I don't even know the turnout, it was like a Trump-like rally, that kind of size, showed up in Georgia to hear from several great American patriots, but the leaders of this event today were uh, Sidney Powell, both attorneys, both big Trump supporters, of course, Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood has got the kind of stage presence and gives off a kind of a vibe that is pretty rare. And uh, he's, a, he's a great leader. He's a great quote today. I'm going to read to you quickly. He said, you're here today because we the people will not let them steal our vote. We won't let them steal our freedom. Every lie will be revealed. And on January 20th, 2021, Donald J. Trump will be sworn in as president of the United States. And uh, they believe they have the evidence to back this up. Look, these swing states, in all of these hearings that are happening from Arizona to Michigan uh, to the one in Pennsylvania, uh, where we're learning now that in every swing state, on average, 200 people, just regular volunteer Americans that were there to help uh, at their polling places and to be election observers have come forward with signed legal affidavits, an average of 200 per state, that are saying, telling people what they saw. They're doing it under oath with a signed affidavit. Again, a lie under, uh, under an affidavit is, uh, is perjury and that is punishable by jail. So th- these people aren't getting paid to do it. They, 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 they just are testifying to what they've seen. How many people did we get under an affidavit during the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? How many people filled out an affidavit saying they saw fraud or they knew that Trump did something wrong or someone in the Trump campaign? No one. And here we have hundreds upon hundreds of patriots testifying to what they've seen. So again, this is very real. And the fact that David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler, the two senators that want to be uh, re-elected in the state of Georgia to go serve in D.C. as senators um, for the January 5th runoff. The fact that they didn't show up today for this, here, for this uh, rally, I find, that, I find that troubling. I think most people do. It's a two-way street. Yes, the January 5th election matters a great deal, but we have another election happening right here that still has not been determined. The fact that, that Purdue and Leffler didn't show up today, well, I tell you, if I'm a Georgian, 
I'm not that excited to go vote for them. Where's their passion? Where's, where, where's their belief in America that Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood are showing here? And so many others, the, 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 the many thousands that showed up and the, and the many thousands, many millions around the country that are fighting for this election. I think that's problematic. And by the way, it's not just about Purdue and Leffler, is it? Because even if they both win, that's going to put the Republicans at, what, about 52 seats in the Senate? Do we really think that people like Mitt Romney and other establishment Republicans won't vote with Joe Biden if he's in office? Of course they will, because they're about the establishment, right? They're about the deep state. They're about they're in it for themselves and they're in it for their own uh, back pocket. What has to happen here is we've got to get to the truth. And I think at the end of the day, the Republican Party is going to have to be renamed. After we take it over, it's going to be renamed the Patriot Party to get the stench of the Republican Party uh, uh, out, of our, uh, out of our taste buds, out of our, out of our nostrils. Okay, let's, uh, let's get into the markets here because today was, uh, would look like it was a, a bit of a boring day, but it really wasn't. The Dow opened down 160 points, and then NASDAQ was down over 100, and then here came the, the, same, uh, the same rally we tend to see after lower opens. The Dow Jones today finishing up 59 points at 29,883. Uh, SP 500 up about the same amount, uh, two tenths of a percent. At 3669, Nasdaq today was down five points at 12,349, and Russell 2000 also slightly higher by one tenth of a percent. Uh, the internals today were uh, again positive. This is what we watch very closely here. We track very closely because it tells you underneath the hood what's what's really happened inside your engine here, the foundational strength of the markets. And again today we had a trifecta: positive across the board, advanced decline positive, up down volume positive. 52 week high, uh, new 52 week high lows positive. Matter of fact, today this is this is pretty striking. As minor as the gains may have appeared today, and again Nasdaq was lower, but as minor as the gains were, listen to these readings. We saw the same thing yesterday in in volume uh, in YSE. Today there were more than two billion shares advancing then declining on NYSE. Today with the Nasdaq down five points, there were 1.8 billion more shares advancing than declining. So we're talking about margins of better than two to one with huge differences there. Folks, this is a market that just doesn't want to slow down. That's what we're seeing here. Advanced decline, not quite as positive. It was still positive, about one and a half to one positive NYSE. Not quite that on NASDAQ. But again, we've had this massive move higher. The semiconductors are trading now at extreme overbought. Doesn't mean they can't go higher. They certainly look if they want to. Uh, but, uh, and, and, and by the way, our, as we alerted our clients today, uh, the Dow, the NASDAQ, and SP 500, yes, they've reached ex- extreme rebought on stochastics, one of our favorite uh, momentum oscillators, but really not, not, not that close to it on, uh, on relative strength, on money flow, and MACD. So, as overbought as this market feels, and it certainly is, I'm going to give you some other, some more information to back that up in a second. This is this is that kind of market. At least that's what we're seeing in the internals. And by the way, today uh, the new 52 highs lows, we had a total of 240 
uh, companies hitting new 52-week highs to just 15 hitting new 52-week lows. So it's been very, very strong there. Take a look at your sector watch today of our 11 S&P 500 sectors. Uh, kind of a mixed bag there. We had uh, six higher, five lower to the upside led by energy up uh, uh, 3.1%. Financials, again, regaining some strength here up 1%. And communication services also up 1%. On the downside, materials down 1.3% and real estate down 1%. Let me show you some of the other things we're, we're working with our clients on today. Some of the things that we find interesting as positive, we, again, as we are in this market, uh, this rally has caught a lot of people off guard, really including us in the short term. Uh, but um, the, some points we'll make here. The DSI, the Daily Sentiment Index for the VIX, which is the fear index, just hit nine. Anything below a 10 is extreme oversold on steroids based on the DSI. So uh, that the VIX today, by the way, was up 1.8%. We wouldn't be at all surprised. Matter of fact, we're expecting... Uh, the volatility to begin to raise its ugly head here probably later this week. Also, and this is another, again, another warning sign, the call volumes, uh, options trading, right? Call uh, Options trading call volumes are four times more, higher than normal. Call buying has gone completely parabolic. Almost no one's buying puts, and it now represents 40% of total New York Stock Exchange volume. This is the highest reading in history. Extreme greed indeed. And of course, we also have the sentiment indexes, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, 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 hitting new highs. Uh, Fear and greed uh, index is at now at 91. So, <clears throat> but on the plus side, and I'll, and I'll wrap with this to give you some good news. We are, it looks very likely, and by the way, we've said this before and it hasn't happened, but it looks very likely that we're going to get Round five of our coronavirus insanity uh, stimulus bill. We've got, uh, uh, they're talking about $900 billion uh, in this round. And this is apparently uh, something that Mr. McConnell's agreed to, along with Treasury Secretary Mnuchin and uh, the wonderful Nancy Pelosi, who is going to stick around, it looks like, as, uh, as, uh, as leader of the House. But again, we're in the month of December. At the end of this month, Tens of millions of Americans that have been destroyed by coronavirus insanity and really by the government response to it, which is just totalitarian authoritarianism, uh, just to see how far they can push us and how much of our power they can take away from us. But these folks, are, a lot of folks are hurting, and we've got tens of millions of Americans that by the end of this month, when, when the CARES Act runs out, will be back on the hook for, for, for rent, so they'll be evicted. Uh, we also have mortgage uh, uh, foreclosure forbearance agreements that that, uh, that, uh, that that are up at the end of this month. Student loan payment moratorium, that's up as well. And, of course, also in the CARES Act, increased unemployment benefits, those run out as well at the end of this month. So uh, the odds are high that something will get done. The money, really, $300 billion is still sitting there. Also in leftover funds from the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Plan, that could be applied as well. That could happen with simply a Nancy Pelosi saying, okay, let's do it. The funds are there. So we could have a total of, that would put it at about $1.2 trillion. And then um, obviously they're talking about a whole lot more coming for next year. This is obviously very supportive for the markets. Uh, it's greasing the skids, right? It's a lot of, it's a lot of, a lot of Kool-Aid, sugar high we're, we've got coming our way on top of what we've already seen. Uh, but uh, 
That's, that's one of the primary reasons we're bullish. And uh, yes, the fundamentals are improving. They've been led by housing, been led by transportation and rail. And they tell us that the, uh, the overall economy here is very well. Seeing the same thing globally, of course. All you have to do is look at what's happening with the price of copper and, uh, and a demand for copper, which is just skyrocketing to tell you that uh, the global economy is recovering. Take a look at our commodity watch today. Gold today. Uh, again, we, we alerted our folks to also about this yesterday and today. We've been aggressively adding to positions in this group because it's a seasonally very bullish time. Matter of fact, from September to, to February, these are the months that are most bullish for precious metals and for miners. So it's a great time to be long, seasonally speaking. This is going back to when gold was first taken off the gold standard in 1971. Also, silver's held up much better than gold. Gold dropped below its 200-day moving average. It's now back above it. This is a classic buy signal in the VRA investing system. Also, we've got all of our momentum oscillators that hit extreme oversold and now turning up. We like this group a great deal here. And again, seasonally speaking, it's, uh, it, it's, it's given us a buy signal as well. Again, silver up 15 today at 1834. I'm sorry, gold up 15 at 1834. Uh, silver up 11 cents at 2420. Oil today uh, up 66 cents a barrel at 4520. Copper was flat today, but again, it's trading now at seven-year highs. Copper at 349 a pound. And uh, Bitcoin back above 19,000 as I speak, trading at 19,065 up 45. Folks, as always, thank you for listening. Appreciate you joining us here. Join us full time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.